Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. Hello, hello, and welcome to another bonus episode of Grief with Grace. It's funny, but it seems like I've gone from doing episodes every other week to doing two in some weeks. And I'm really okay with that. I was thinking about it the other day when I was um, preparing for this episode. And here's why I'm okay with it. Because I'm better when I do things when I'm inspired, not because I have to do them. So if something starts to feel like I'm doing it because I have to do it or I'm obligated to do it, I lose interest very quickly. I've come to understand so much of why I've always been that way through my astrology chart. And I'm really learning to embrace that instead of thinking that there's something wrong with me because of it. Now, I didn't plan on sharing that, but I think it's perfect for this episode. What I want you to take from it is that if you are doing something in a way that's different from what you think you should be doing or from how you've been taught or from how someone else thinks that you should be doing it, that's okay. You do you. We've all been brought up thinking that we have to follow some some arbitrary linear path in life. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know you know that life is not at all linear. So why should we think our healing journeys should be linear or that anything we do in life should be linear, right? It's also perfect for this episode because today's topic is all about being different and unique, about being the visionary in your life, about being a bit rebellious, both on our healing journey and in life in general. It's time to talk about breaking that damn matrix because it's Aquarius season as of today because I am recording this in the very wee hours of January 20th. And Aquarius, um, the sun moves into Aquarius today. And Aquarius is all about being rebellious and breaking the matrix. So let's dive in. So I will say that as an Aquarius sun, I have always felt out of place. Like I didn't really belong here. I didn't know where I belonged, but I never felt grounded or at home, I tend to move. Well, I didn't the last 10 years until I moved here um, a year, a little over a year ago. But before that I was moving, I moved a lot in my life. Part of that's again, because I get bored and I want something new and different. It energizes me. Um, But through a lot of my life, I've gone along to get along. Let's put it that way. I started breaking out of that after my last divorce in 2008. But even then, 
I hid so much of what I was doing and learning and exploring from almost everyone. I remember being so hesitant. Okay, let me be let me be brutally honest. I was terrified to tell my then 80-something-year-old Catholic mother that I was studying hand analysis and some other things in the mystical realm. And you know what she said to me when I told her? She said, did you know that your grandma Latimer, my dad's mom, um, used to read tea leaves? Okay, my mind was blown because I did not know that. Now, my grandmother died when I was 11 years old, and so it's not a conversation that she and I ever had. Um, But my mom also in that conversation reminded me that her mother's family, so my, my maternal grandmother, her family who had come from Germany were German gypsies. Now, you know, there were some psychics in that line of my family tree. So back to Aquarius and the Aquarius new moon. First of all, happy birthday to me because the new moon happens at 3.53 p.m. tomorrow on my birthday. Um, So Saturday, January 21st, that would be 12.53 p.m. Pacific time. I think that's 7.53 a.m. Sydney time on January 22nd. That would be 9.53 p.m. Eastern. in Europe and 8:53 p.m. in the UK. I think if I have those right, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get better with my time zones for like parts of Australia and Europe. If I messed it up, sorry, you can go look it up. Um but uh, and just a quick reminder before we get into this particular new moon, but new moons are generally when we want to take some quiet time. You know, the new moon is when the earth is between the sun and the moon. And so No, I said that wrong. New moons are when the sun and the moon are together and you cannot see the moon because it's dark. They are in the same zodiac sign. So it's a time to go within, go into the darkness, spend some time in silence and just reflect. Just like the new moon, when the moon is dark, Again, we want to go dark and go inward to do this reflection. Think back over the past six months since the last full moon in Aquarius, which would have been, um, I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was August 11th of 2022. So reflect on the past six months and then look forward, especially this new moon, because Aquarius is very forward looking. So look forward six months. Think about what you want your life to be like in the next six months. I did that last night with a in a mentorship call that I had and looking at where I want to be six months from now. It was a perfect time to do that. Um, so where would you like to be six months from now? What would you like to have experienced? How do you want to feel over the next six months? Where would you like to be on your healing journey? I'll go into more of this in a few minutes, but for now, just keep that in mind. So today, January 20th, the sun moves out of Capricorn and into Aquarius. Now, that might confuse some of you if, like me, you were born on January 21st and you thought that that was the beginning of Aquarius season. Here's the thing. It totally depends on the sky at the moment of your birth and where you were born. So sometimes the sun moves into Aquarius on January 20th. Sometimes it moves into Aquarius on January 21st. And that's true of all the signs. And so if you're right at the tail end of one sign, like the tail end of Capricorn, 
or the very beginning of another sign, like my son is at one degree or zero degrees of, um, of Aquarius. Well, your sun sign is whatever it was on the day you were born and the year you were born and the place you were born. So again, it can shift and change at times only by a day. But this year, Aquarius season starts on January 20th. Um, So many people who were born on January 20th, though, are still Capricorn suns. If you aren't sure, you can have your astrology chart created for free on many websites. Go do that. But again, you do need to know your exact date and place of birth and it's to get your sun sign. And then it's also helpful to know your exact time of birth. So back to Aquarius. Aquarius is all about things like freedom and innovation and invention, new age ideas, liberation, um, humanity. It's about progress and moving forward. Again, it's very visionary. It's very forward thinking, looking ahead. can also be sort of aloof and disconnected, or at least it can appear to be that way. I like to think Aquarius and its upper octaves as being iconic. And Aquarius, so each sign is ruled, each zodiac sign is ruled by a planet. Now, before the outer planets like Pluto and Neptune and Uranus were discovered, Aquarius was ruled by Saturn. However, once the outer planets were discovered, they realized that Uranus actually rules Aquarius. And again, every sign has a ruling planet, a planet. And what that means is it's a planet whose energies heavily influence that sign. So for example, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Gemini is about learning and knowledge. Mercury is the messenger god and is about communication. So Mercury is the ruling planet of and heavily influences Gemini. I hope that makes sense. Again, with Aquarius, its ruling planet used to be Saturn. But once Uranus was discovered and studied, that's when astronomers and astrologers realized that the energies of Uranus are more in alignment with Aquarius. So technically, Aquarius has two ruling planets, but I really want to focus on Uranus and the flavor and and influence that it brings to Aquarius season. Because here's the thing, even if you are not an Aquarius sun, moon, or rising, even if you don't have any planets in Aquarius, you have Aquarius in your birth chart and in your life. We are all affected by all of the signs, excuse me, and all of the planets. Another thing I want to say, I'm sorry, I'm I'm getting so many downloads about what I want to say, and I'm trying to figure out how to fit fit all this together. But again, we are all affected by the energies of all the signs as we move through them for about a month, once a year. And again, we are just moving into Aquarius today. So let's go back to Uranus. Uranus brings energies like rebellion and upheaval, massive change. It also represents exploration, uniqueness, another Aquarian trait, right? And creativity. It invites us to look ahead and it reminds us that nothing stays the same. There is always change in life. And so when you blend Aquarius and Uranus energies together, that's where we are unconventional, where we do things our own way. Again, it's about being unique, being original. How can we navigate change in our own unique way? How can we create our own unique healing journey? Now, also something else about Uranus that I, one of the things I was hearing is Uranus has been retrograde since August of last year. 
but it's about to start moving forward again on Sunday. So Mars started moving forward on January 12th. It had been retrograde since last October. Mercury started moving forward on January 18th. It had started going, it started going retrograde, I think on December 29th. So January 12th, Mars started moving forward. January 18th, just two days ago, Mercury started going forward. And now Uranus is going to move forward again starting on Sunday, January 22nd, one day after the new moon, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. Now, with all of these planets just beginning to move forward again, it's going to be a slow burn, basically, a slow easing into this forward-moving energy. But here's the thing that's really um, special about all this. Once Uranus starts moving forward again on Sunday, all the major planets are moving forward. No planets are going to be in retrograde right now. And that's an invitation for us to use all of the energy of the cosmos to move forward with them. And all the planets are going to be moving forward until mid-April when Mercury will go retrograde again, because Mercury goes retrograde three or four times every single year. So we have three months of forward momentum, forward energy from the cosmos that we can use to help us move forward on our healing journeys and in our life in general. Um, I also want to talk about something else that's going on right now. Because it's really important for this particular time. The sun basically crossed, the sun and Pluto crossed, um, they crossed each other on January 18th. So two days ago, this happens once a year when the sun will cross a planet, you know, Pluto, but tomorrow on the new moon, the sun and the moon are going to be together at one degree of Aquarius with Pluto conjunct the sun and the moon. So they're all very close together. Here's why this is important. When the sun crosses Pluto and when the moon is um, like dancing with them, that deepens or intensifies the energies of Pluto. And Pluto's energies are things like deep transformation, death and rebirth, going to the depths of life, and then rising like the phoenix. What that means with the new moon in Aquarius is that we're really being invited to go to those deepest, darkest places of ourselves, which we're invited to do every month on the new moon, but especially right now with Pluto being conjunct with the sun and the moon, go to those deep, dark places of ourselves, find the light, and then rise from the ashes. Incorporate that into the intentions that you set on this new moon. Since this is the first new moon of the new year. And because we are just coming out of Mars and Mercury being retrograde. And let me stop and say something before I forget about that. Most people, a lot of people set New Year's resolutions, intentions, goals at the end of one year or the beginning of another year. A lot of people set like a word of the year or a theme of the year. A lot of people haven't done that yet this year. And that's because of all those planets, Mercury, Mars, and Uranus being retrograde. It slows us down. It makes us feel sluggish when, when especially Mars is in retrograde. And so now that all those planets are starting to move forward, you may feel inspired to set some goals or intentions for yourself for the next six months. I don't set it. If you want to set a theme for the entire year, go ahead and do that. But as far as goals, resolutions, intentions, do it for the next six months until the full moon in, um, in Aquarius in August. But 
as these um, planets are starting to move forward, and like I said, it's kind of a slow roll with it, we want to move gently. So again, ask yourself where you want to be in six months time. How do you want to feel? What do you want to have experienced? And then bring in the energies of innovation and creativity from Aquarius and Uranus into that. How can we allow more freedom on our healing journey so that we are moving forward, we're progressing along the way and not staying stuck or stagnant? Because Uranus does not like to be stuck or stagnant and neither does Aquarius. Um, So those are really the questions to ask yourself over the next few days as we are bathed in these beautiful, deep, swirling energies of the new moon in Aquarius. I know that for me, I need to make some major changes in my life this year. I want to make them in a way because I cannot do what I did last year. Last year was unsustainable for me on a long-term basis or going forward. But I want to make these changes in a way that is unique to me, that honors all the Aquarius and Uranus energies in me to bring out more of my creativity so that I can live an iconic life. Like I talked about earlier about Aquarius energy being very iconic, not living a routine life like I have over the past year. So I'm not quite sure yet what that means for the podcast. Um, Sometimes I may create episodes every week. Sometimes it might be every other week. Sometimes it might be more in one week. I'm open to being inspired and doing it in my own way, not because it needs to look a certain way. I share that as just one example. Um, There are other areas of my life that definitely need to shift and change that I need to bring more creativity, more innovation to, and do things differently than I did last year. I learned a lot last year, a lot about what doesn't work for me. And I fell into some old patterns that that I know are not healthy for me and not sustainable. So again, this weekend, I will be doing a lot of deep reflecting and self-reflection and introspection into things like that and looking at what that can look for me, look like for me going forward. Um, Something else I do want to say though, I promise you that unless I take a break from the podcast, like I did do the past two years, um, I will release episodes at least every other week. Again, sometimes it might be every week. Sometimes it might be twice in one week, like this week, because I released an episode on Tuesday. Now I'm doing one on Friday. So I'm just going to go with the flow. Um, Speaking of that, that reminds me of something else I do want to share. There is a misconception about Aquarius because Aquarius is represented by the water bearer. A lot of people have the misconception that that means that Aquarius is a water sign. It is not. It is an air sign. So it is about the intellectual. It is about the innovation. Um, It's about connecting to the cosmos. It's like having a, a direct connection to spirit and bringing that in and then expressing that in the physical world. So I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned that because that's important. Um, And, you know, water signs are all about the emotions. Aquarius does not like emotions. We don't do emotions well. That's why I said that we can appear distant and aloof, Um, especially if you have a major placement in Aquarius, like your sun, your moon, or, or your rising sign. 
um, I can come across as aloof and distant. It doesn't mean I don't care. It just means that I'm more prone to intellectualizing things and a way to, this is kind of funny, but a way you can, without knowing anybody's birth chart, a way you can kind of know if they have a lot of air energy in their in their being is if they'll say, I think this or that. Water signs tend to say, I feel this or that. But again, the air signs are about thinking, not so much about not so much about feeling. And that's true for all three air signs, um, Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. But back to setting your intentions for this weekend, for this new moon in Aquarius, you know, ask yourself, where in life do you feel stagnant? What needs to be changed or shifted, especially on your healing journey? And look at different areas of your life where you need to shift or change things that will assist you on your healing journey. That's what I need to do because my healing journey last year was not mm, was not beneficial to me. It was not on a forward path, um, and so I need to. Re- and and that manifested itself in a lot of physical health problems, which I had not had in years. So those are the kinds of things to look at. What areas of your life? It might be your finances. It might be your um, your romantic relationships. It might be your career. It might be your health. Whatever it is, what area of your life needs some shifting and changing that will then help you move forward on your healing journey? I know that when I shift some things in my life in a particular area of my life, um, my work, It'll help me move forward on my healing journey, and it should help clear up some of these health issues I've had. Um, And so if you've been feeling some of the heavier emotions of grief, especially while Mars was in retrograde, this is a beautiful opportunity to change that, to release some of that heaviness by, by doing something different, by making some changes so that you can move forward on your healing journey. Again, go really deep this weekend and journal and meditate and ask your guides and your ancestors and your loved ones and the angels and all the unseen beings for guidance on what your next steps should be. Set aside, really set aside some time this weekend to get still, to go inward, to reflect, and then journal on where you want to be in six months. And then work your way backwards, looking at what steps you need to take each month to get to where you want to be in six months. Again, I'm going to be doing this, and I would love to hear what comes up for you this with this process. So share in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Send me an email, info at lorilatimer.com, post on social media, whatever. But I would really love to hear what comes up for you and what changes you're going to make, what shifts you're going to make, where you want to be six months from now, and then what steps you're going to take to get there. Um, Let me look at my notes and see if I think that's all. I mean, really with, with Aquarius, it's all about what makes you unique and how can you use that on your healing journey and to get where you want to be in six months, whether it's a certain way you want to feel, or it's a certain place you want to be, or it's having released something that no longer serves you, whatever it is for you. I mean, those are just a few examples, but where do you want to be? 
And how can you get there in your own unique way? Because Aquarius and Uranus are going to help you make those big shifts in a unique way, bring your own flavor to it, do it in your own iconic way. All right. I think that's all for this met, uh, this episode. But really, my invitation to you is to use these potent energies of Aquarius and Uranus and the new moon to chart your unique course for moving forward again in any area of your life over the next six months. If you would like some support in looking at what might be blocking you or what karmic patterns you might be playing out, I'm opening up a few spaces for readings. And what I will do in those readings is I will blend some of your unique astrology with my Akashic Records readings in a way that will offer you some beautiful and unique guidance for you. So if you would like to book a session, go to tinyurl.com forward slash SI dash reading. SI stands for soul illumination, but it's tinyurl.com forward slash SI dash reading. All right, that's all for this week. And as always, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.